Hello, I'm Philip. And I'm Phoebe. Welcome to Dad. And Daughter Do Death. Hi, Phoebe. Hello, Dad. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> yes. Good. Not too bad. And yourself? Yes. All right. Thank you. It's been a whirlwind few weeks, but... <laughs> it has, and the latest ailment to hit the family is... Um... Yes, Toby has broken his arm. Toby's broken his arm, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, So, but he's totally fine. He is totally fine in himself. You literally wouldn't know that there was anything wrong with him, would you? Um, no, if he didn't no. have this massive cast on his arm. So he's coping very well. <laughs> it literally doesn't seem to be bothering him at all, to be honest. But, he he is left-handed, but he's broken his right arm, hasn't he? So, yes, uh, yeah. So he can still write. He can still do everything that he would do with his left hand. And to be fair, he's got he's still he can still use his hand on his yeah, he can. Yeah, right yeah. hand, and he's quite happy to move it around. And he said it doesn't hurt at all. Like on the first day that he did it, he had some cowpole, and I don't think he's had any pain relief since, to be honest, because he's not wanted it. So we've not been giving it to him. We've just got to go and keep getting it checked to make sure that it's healing properly. So yeah, but okay. luckily. He is totally fine in himself and it doesn't seem to be bothering him, which is the most important thing, isn't it? Hopefully it won't be too long. Fingers crossed. I mean, to be honest, I'm amazed that we got to nearly five and a half without him breaking anything. (laughs) So it was a case of when, not if, I think he would break something. Wish him all the best. Yes. Is there any true crime news to talk about in this episode, Phoebe? Yes. There has been a spate of shootings in America. There have um, been, haven't they? Yeah. Seemingly of people who have just gone to places accidentally or done accidental things and yeah. then been shot. There was the 16-year-old boy who went to pick up his twin brothers and went to the wrong house. Did it? Was it, He went to 157th Avenue rather than 157th Street or something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. And the homeowner shot him in the head and then in the stomach and miraculously he's still alive there was the cheerleaders who one of them got into the wrong car and was shot in texas there was a woman in new york state i think it was and she was in a car with her boyfriend pulled into the wrong house for a house party got shot at by the homeowner and she died and then i've just seen that there was a six-year-old who went into someone's garden to retrieve a ball and got shot so all these are happening in america i believe yeah yes yeah Hmm. well there's not much more we can say about that is there no in this episode baby i am going to tell you the story of the mitsero murders okay it's fairly recent only in the last sort of five or six years this this story happened it starts with the fact that in April 2019, a German tourist on holiday on the Greek half of the island of Cyprus discovered a body <gasps> lying on the ground. Oh my goodness. It was the body of a woman, and it was found next to the top of a mine shaft in Mitsero. And Mitsero is an area pretty much in the centre of Cyprus, if you look it up on a map. It seems to be an area, well, which has a lot of mining going on in it, but also it's popular with recreational runners. Okay. And there's a regular Mitsero mine run each year where you can do a 5K or a 12K route. (laughs) 
but uh, like through it, the mines. Well, round the area of the mine. So, uh, I, but it looks quite mountainous, quite hilly. So I suspect it won't be a particularly easy run. <laughs> so no. if you if you like to run in, I think it's in the summer as well. So it's going to be hot. It's going to be hilly. <laughs> but if that's the sort of thing that you like to challenge yourself with, then um, maybe give it a go sometime. The body was identified as being that of Mary Rose Tibertio. Now, I do hope I've got the pronunciation of that right. It may be wrong, as with all of our stories where it uh, covers people from different parts of the world. Yeah, sometimes we get into a bit of a mess with pronunciations. Which we try our best to. Now, the reason that she had been found now was that there had been very heavy rainfall which had flooded the mine shaft. And her body oh. had floated up and was therefore deposited on the ground. Oh, so wow, okay. the body of this woman had been thrown down this mine shaft. Now, Mary Rose Tiburcio and her six-year-old daughter, Sierra, had been reported missing a good 12 months earlier. Oh, wow. But police oh. had not investigated the disappearance at all during that time. Mm-mm. Now, Mary Rose was a Filipino housemaid who'd come to Cyprus to try to earn some money, but she was making only 350 euros a month. Oh, my goodness. And this is in, like, 2017, 2018. So nothing. <laughs> Virtually nothing, which is clearly not enough to sustain herself and her daughter that was no. living with her. Her friend, or her, like her roommate, the person they shared the uh, accommodation with, who reported the disappearance, was told by both the police and Sierra's school that she had probably just fled the country. Oh dear! Yeah, she, she was a yeah. It was it was treated very dismissively because she was poor. She was immigrant labour. It wasn't given much attention. And to all intents and purposes, she had just disappeared. And we know that disappearances aren't treated very seriously. But now that a body had been found, the police were very interested. Yeah, she hadn't fled, had she? was started. No, she hadn't fled the country. The search was initiated. As part of that search, not long afterwards, so this was in April 2019, another body was discovered in a well which was part of a firing range in Arunta, Mm-mm. also in Cyprus, in the same sort of area of Cyprus. And this was thought to be the body of a missing Nepalese domestic worker. Mm, okay, that's interesting. Three further victims were discovered stuffed into suitcases, which in turn had been thrown into the Red Lake near Mitsero. And it was called the Red Lake because the toxic chemicals and things that came out of the mines (laughs) were drained into this lake, (laughs) giving it this sort of red colour. Okay. I've seen pictures and it's sort of browny, reddy colour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So these these bodies have been in suitcases in this lake. They were heavily decomposed, but they were identified as being Livia Florentina Bonaire who was 36, from Romania. Okay. Her eight-year-old daughter, Elena. Uh Now, they had both disappeared in 2016. So they must have been in those suitcases in the lake for For quite a long time. Three years or so, yeah. 
And the third suitcase is believed to have contained the body of Marika Valtez Aguiola. So that's one, two, three, four, five bodies that they've now discovered. Yeah. The final body to be found in the search was that of little Sierra, mm. who was found in Lake Mimi on the 12th of June, 2019. Oh, wow. Now, as I mentioned, Mary Rose had a friend or a, a roommate that she shared accommodation with. She was able to provide police with details about the last time that she saw Mary Rose and Sierra. If she was the one that reported the missing, then she would have, uh, yeah, had quite a vivid memory, I suppose, of the last time she, she saw them. Mary Rose had been part of an online dating site, and she had been chatting to a man who called himself Orestes. Okay. Now, Orestes had encouraged Mary Rose to go on a date and to bring her daughter along with her, saying that he too had children of his own. So I don't know if that was some sort of play date that they had in mind. Okay. After they went on that date, neither Mary Rose or <sighs> Sierra were ever seen again. Mm -mm. Now, Orestes turned out to be Nikos Metaxas. He was born in 1984, and he was a Greek Cypriot and a former army officer. Okay. So Metaxas was tracked down, and he was brought in for questioning. And without too much ado, he very quickly admitted to the killings. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> he admitted to a total of seven altogether. So given wow. that they've only found six, there is still one body that they've never actually managed to... Um, very well. Fine. Five women and the two daughters. Okay. Are the uh, are the ones that uh, he admitted to killing. They were all migrant workers, and the motive is believed to have been purely sexual. Not cool. Because of the number of murders that Nikos Metaxas had admitted to, he mm. was named as the first mm. ever recorded serial killer in Cyprus. No way, as if there was no serial killers until 2019. None that have been recorded. Recorded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he had been named as a suspect, multiple women then came forward to accuse him of crimes such as rape, and he was also formally accused of evidence tampering and obstruction of justice. No way. However, unfortunately, some evidence of these charges is believed to have been destroyed or lost. <sighs> Oh, no. Somewhere in the Greek police system, I guess. Metaxas told investigators that he had strangled two of his victims and their daughters because he suspected that the women were planning to pimp out their daughters and he wanted to punish the women and free the children. That doesn't, well, that sound doesn't make like... any sense, does no. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, that was his defence, apparently. So okay. you know, he didn't do much freeing of the children because they were all no. found dead anyway. Just uh, going back to the search for Sierra's remains, it took them a good two months after they arrested Nikos Metaxas because he showed them where he had dumped her body in the lake. Mm. But it was thought by diving specialists that finding the little girl's body was extremely unlikely because the lake is about 60 metres deep oh my with God. many underwater ravines. So it's a 
It's a deep lake. Ooh. But nevertheless, they managed to uh, find it. I don't know how. That's what insane. They did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because she must have been dead for quite a long time to have been in there. So it's not like it just happened and she would have been like... Yeah, so she'd been dead just over a year. Um, They were reported missing, actually, on the 5th of May, 2018. Okay. And um, Mary Rose was discovered the following April, so like 11 months, and she was found the following June, so 13 months. Right, okay. So I don't know if she was weighted down, tied up in a suitcase like some of the others or not. I haven't got that information. Anyway, Nikos Metaxas pleaded guilty on the 24th of June 2019 and he received seven life sentences which is the wow. largest sentence ever handed down in Cyprus anyway well the murders sparked all sorts of criticism towards the negligence and incompetence of the island's police force as so many of the victims had been reported missing by relatives or friends as far back as 2016 Mm-mm. And yeah, as as we know, they they just weren't acted on at all. They were all treated as disappearance, immigrant workers. They've probably gone somewhere else. They've probably left the island, whether they've gone back home or moved on to another place. Mm-mm. President Nikos Anastasiades condemned the authorities' sheer negligence and inefficiency. But he added his belief that their actions were definitely not guided by any racist motives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like mentioning that makes it seem <laughs> like maybe it was. <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe. But uh, there you go. In the midst of the case, Justice Minister Ionas Nicolau resigned and Police Chief Zacharias Christostomo was fired. And in July 2019, an investigation into the police's handling of the report got underway. Don't know what the outcome of that was, but I'm sure they made some sort of recommendations. But also in the same month, yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? (laughs) But also in that same month, so July 2019, they didn't didn't hang around once they started with this. Cypriot MPs began meetings to, to discuss the fact that 37 women had been killed in Cyprus between 2000 and 2019. Quite a lot, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Mm. I mean, that's like 19 years, two murders a year. Okay, it's it's a fairly big island. I don't know. Clearly, though, it was enough for them to need to start discussing it. Again, I have no idea what what the outcome of that was. Yeah. But... Could more of those murders have been down to mm. Nikos Metaxas? I, I suppose he preyed on sort of the poor immigrant workers because they perhaps saw some hope with uh, yeah. met up with someone. And... and there's that whole kind of less dead concept, isn't there? Like if they were there with just the, her and her child and she didn't, you know... She, she didn't have family who were there like when yeah, she yeah. home really and it's not like she had like a proper job so the authorities wouldn't really be looking for her so actually if she died people wouldn't notice or yeah. could just be fobbed off sort of thing like they were <laughs> yeah indeed as a consequence though of these 
dreadful murders of these poor women and their children in Cyprus, Cypriot businessman Sustelius Haji Ioannou, who is the founder of British airline EasyJet, announced that he would donate 10,000 euros to each of the closest relatives of each of the victims. And he also said that he would donate 10,000 euros to Nikos Metaxas, eight-year-old son and six-year-old daughter for their future education. Yeah, that's kind. Yeah, so uh, even though he's been put in prison, he wanted yeah. to make sure that uh, his children didn't, well... That's good. 10,000 years ago, but yeah, at least he was making a contribution <laughs> towards them. Yeah. In that respect. And, mm -hmm. uh, and to the relatives of the victims as well. So, so that's. Yeah. Quite that's a nice, nice that he got involved. End to that story. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a nice end to that story. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That is the story of the Mitsero murders of the serial killer, the first recorded serial killer in Cyprus, Nikos Metaxas. And the women that, and children that he murdered, purely for oh. selfish indulgence. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to be getting any money out of them, that was for sure. No. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, interesting little story. Interesting, yeah, definitely. Like, like all of them, if it's uh, just stirred some interest in you, by all means, go Go and um, look things up. There's there's not much, actually, on this story, but there are mm -hmm. news stories on, like, Cyprus Today mm -hmm. and things like that, yeah, which, cool. are, which are quite interesting. That's so, cool. Uh, Will you be able to share some photos? Yes, as it's a fairly recent case, there are quite a lot of photos available for this. Cool. Where will you share them? I will put them on to our Instagram page. At Dad and Daughter Do Death. I will put them onto Facebook. Dad and Daughter Do Death. If you'd like to discuss this story or any of our other 77 previous stories, you can always email us. At Dad and Daughter Do Death at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Hope you found it interesting. Thank you jo for sharing that story. Yeah, you're very welcome. Join us next time when once again, Dad and Daughter Do Death.